America, as one, says, I've had enough of this shit. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Sorry to uh, drop an S-bomb there, America. In the, yeah, uh, you're too talented to work blue. In the opening, but I, that is a particular emotion that we've all had before. I've had enough of this S. Is a, is a feeling we all know. It's a powerful yeah, oh, hang motivator, on a second. that feeling, too. It's a powerful motivator. It's a to, to, to limit. You redline, you reach a limit. Hang on a second. My daughter just sent me a new TikTok. It's a dog walking a horse. I'll be damned. That's amusing. <laughs> it had the sound of cartoon animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dog walking a horse. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. The, Speaking of having about enough of this. Yeah. The S that people have had enough of is just the uh, staying in their house, not going around and everything like that. And, you know, the numbers are not materializing in quite the horrifying way that we thought for uh even allowing for the social distancing and clamping down it's a fraction of what was expected virtually everywhere and sean was out hiking in there are you just speaking of yourself being out and about or did you see other people out and about oh no there were there were other people too and uh just talking with family members and you know a lot more conversations hey We've all been playing it safe. Let's. What about like a weekly get together where we'll try to be safe and you know social. But you know, it's once you're in the house, whatever. But yeah, I, I feel like people are finally, uh, well, sick of this shit. For to to quote the opening, and also just trying to figure out, well, how do I navigate these waters if this is what we are doing now? Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to be a PhD in psychology nor terribly insightful to understand we need balance. Yeah. I mean, we need a certain amount of interaction, a certain amount of activity and exercise and the rest of it. Nobody wants to die of the Chinese bat death, but uh, we need balance. And, and the balance is being rejiggered. I've, I've had not one, but a couple of social occasions in the last two, three days. Yeah. Had some folks over to sip wine and then talk about the state of the world. My, you know, we weren't climbing on top of each other, but we weren't. No, you know, those we were in Saturdays. the same backyard. <laughs> That's a Saturday, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, my wife drove way up to Oregon with our, our oldest son and just stayed in a hotel. She said it was about half full, and the Motel Six across the road was quite full. So mm. I wouldn't have expected that, but some people were out and about traveling, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. or they're homeless. You would thanks re- to the COVID. You would reach a limit of where just okay, whatever. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life in my house. So here I go. Yeah, yeah, we can't be hamsters in our little internet hamster wheel. Like eventually, we 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 got to be people and, and engage and interact with society and support businesses and go to work and like all all those things that involve being a human. The reason my wife traveled uh, so far was to pick up a, a championship lineage pug puppy i don't know what that championship is and the award for worst breathing goes to oh lord puggles the pug so a championship line of pugs is like that racing or fighting or i think it's fighting pugs you've watched no geez that's horrific you've watched the dog shows it's all about the the lines somebody somebody artificially decides how long their legs are supposed to be compared to their back and their gait Stuff like that, and then you breed them to try to get that size, shape, and then, uh, you know, you know the whole thing. So how many yeah. dogs do you have now, Jack? I don't know, 70, 75. <laughs> uh, they don't stand still. I think That's we right. have four. I think. That's hilarious. If I stopped and counted them, I could come up with it, but 
I don't. Th- I try not to think about it very much. Do they just like show up at random, and you, <laughs> there's just a new one? And you go, oh, how about that? You know, there are two outdoors and two indoors now. Yeah, so that's four. A friend of mine just sold his suburban home and moved out to a country place, a few acres. Got a little corral and everything. He's happy as can be. Gonna get him a couple of donkeys. Well, uh, cool. Well, I oh, told that's him. Awesome. I said, get some goats. He said, no, we're going to get donkeys first. I said, why donkeys? He said, I don't know. My wife wants donkeys. There you go. So they're going to get some donkeys and some chickens. Um, What else? Oh, then he started to mess with me and tell me alpacas and stuff like that. But we're gonna I get, don't think he was serious. We're going to get chickens as soon as the old lady dies. That's how I refer to the... Uh, oh, jeez. The, elder, the wife? The, <laughs> no, the elderly female dog we oh. call the old lady. Oh. She's, oh. She's, she's toward the end of life. And the best dog I've ever had in my life. But she's toward the end of her life. But she was a chicken-eating some bitch, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. But so we're yeah, going to get chickens work. again. But as well as I can say, oh, having outdoor dogs is nothing. If you have property, having outdoor dogs, whether you have two or three, is you won't notice. Mm. Other than you'll have slightly more dog food you buy, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But there's really, but inside dogs, as you know, is something you do notice. And I oh, have a feel yeah. like going from one to two is going to be <clears throat> quite noticeable as they interact well, with each other. Puppies are easy. I mean, oh, yeah, and don't take much carefree. time or destroy. Them. Yeah, carefree. Yeah. So, what'd you end up naming the dog? It has no name yet. It has no name. She girl. Um, I uh, I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm not involved in that either. So, I'm not involved in this at any level. Really. It sounds like you're really just kind of a passive observer of this whole uh, experience. You're just a passenger in the in the pug ride. I am a passenger in the dog getting world. Apparently, <laughs> yes. But as far as naming, and I don't care. How about uh, they briefly, why the they hell briefly... is this dog here? Why would that be a good uh, name? <laughs> Carol Baskins. Yeah. You call it Wytha for short. Yeah, I guess there's a, there is some talk of breeding at some point and being able to sell them and all that sort of stuff. Which, ah, I see. I don't know how well that works. And well, you sideline. Got the, get the championship lineage now. Exactly. Then you got to find a stud, a stud pug. Just seems like an oxymoron. <laughs> God, um, I got to believe uh, pugs close their eyes when they have sex. Cause <laughs> just to those get are through. ugly little bastards. <laughs> I mean, even your fellow pug is thinking, I can't get with that. As as the, as tiny puppies, they're pretty cute, but man, they turn giant fat blobs fast. And from what I understand, <laughs> they carry it all in their face. From what I understand, the uh, the the pug, this championship lineage pug puppies' parents are just like pillows with heads. Wow. <laughs> Which, and that's, that's good? A, the yeah, yeah, I, pugs? I, yeah, was that something to look forward to? Well, pugs are kind of small, though. What do they weigh, you reckon? You ever weighed your pug? When they get big? Yeah, Pugzito. What does he weigh? Um, He's he's pretty solid because he's fat. I'd say he's 20 pounds, even though he's very oh, okay. small. So that's a pretty small dog, yeah. He's very short, but he's fat. Uh, average pug is about 14 to 18 pounds. Mm. That's some excellent pug data there, Sean. Thanks, <laughs> last, buddy. last time he was at the vet, the vet <laughs> said he's gained three pounds. So I well, mention that percentage. to him all the time. You know, you've gained three pounds, so you might want to back away. Yeah, back away from the bowl there, mm. Tubby. I don't know. Puppies, well, uh, puppies, kids, kids like them, but they're not really doing the work, you know? No, no. If you like, t- if you like kids make decisions, as you know, you'd have like 50 puppies. And 20 kitties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And birds and all kinds of, sh- all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Cause, cause and you'd be doing all the work. Because they aren't going to uh, go to the pet store and pick up the food on the way home from work and just all that sort of stuff and clean their this and that and pay the vet bills. and Sure. Was it uh, during the show or during a commercial break we were talking, uh, 
about puppies. And when I had uh, uh, Onyx and Ace, um, they chewed up freaking everything. They chewed up the ignition line. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Black Labs. Um, I don't know why I have to bring race into it. Uh, they they would chew up the they chewed up the ignition line in my Weber grill, so I had to light it by hand, which is no big deal. Oh, that happened they, to one of our grills, yeah. Huh. Yeah. They chewed up the uh, legs of the chairs at our kitchen table. They chewed up baseboards, which is how do you really difficult do that? to how when you look at a baseboard, what would make you think you're going to chew on it? It sticks out like you know three eighths of an inch. I think I but would. They chewed up the baseboard. I think I might move out before I'd ever have a lab puppy. Oh yeah, they're just insane. Having heard Completely. the stories, and we had two. Having heard yeah. the stories, it's just terrible idea. Yeah, terrible. We, we idea. work with a guy. He had a lab, and and they don't stop doing that till like what one and a half or something. Oh no no no! That see, that's what they tell you. Listen, they calm down after a year or two. They calm down a little after a year or two. They're it's really they're four. Before they're not insane. Yeah, a couple depending of, on the dog. A couple of high-strung dogs I've had, I would say, yeah, you're well into like four or five years old when they become the great dog you were picturing. Yeah, and that four or which five which is years exactly ago. when we adopted Baxi Taxi. He was just turning five. Perfect, like a perfectly ripe fruit. But we work we work with a guy who had a lab that like um, he would keep in the basement when he was at work and tore the wood paneling off the oh. living room. ate the couch he ate the walls ate ate the walls ate the couch (laughs) tore up all the carpet like many thousands of dollars worth of damage oh yeah yeah i I had a lab growing up and i used to remember uh he would love it when people put pants on because he would try to just bite the end of the pants before your before your foot made it all the way through turned it into like a tug of war game I think oh, that's man. I think that's where the dog thing comes from, though. As as a kid, you remember the last half of their life, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the first half of the life is really rough, and you're well, probably too young a kid to remember it. While your parents were trying to deal with all the holes in the backyard and destroying the fence and the, well, the right. garden hoses chewed up and all that. As a little kid, the dog chews up the table legs or whatever. What the hell does a kid care? Sure. I don't care. I'll sit at this table. I don't mind. Dad bought the damn thing, you know, and mom picked it out. She's not happy. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll bet that's true. The kids remember the mature years because that's much more recent. And and the trouble just doesn't matter to a kid. If I had my druthers and I don't, I would uh, buy dogs that like, you know, got abandoned. The the old lady died when it was four or whatever and get those dogs that are they've been through the difficult years. They need love. They're fantastic dogs. That's what well, I'm and doing. as I said during the radio show, it's easier, and you appear to be noble. Well, yes, we went to a lab rescue because uh, this poor dog didn't have a home, which is all true, by the way. Right. It seems more compassionate. I like the idea of sounding noble. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> did I show you this TikTok that my daughter sent me? It's really <laughs> funny. It's a dog. Right. Walking we will a horse. go for walkies, uh, and we will go yeah. on a picnic. <laughs> then you see it's a horse. <laughs> you didn't know it was a horse. Do you know what Pugs... You thought it was a purse. <laughs> with Pugs, part of the championship line is the more their faces rolled over their nose and it's hard to breathe, the better. Bah. It's considered. So that's this one this odd. one can barely breathe at all, and that's considered fantastic. What the frig? I don't know. I'm not the AKC. That's insane. Is there a breed somewhere that can barely take a crap? And that's considered just a fabulous, fabulous quality. And look at this dog. Deaf as a stone. The deafer they are, the more it's admired. Look at this dog. His eyes bleed. This one smells terrible. 
Oh, my God. This one has heart attacks on a regular basis. <laughs> it's considered very desirable in the breed. <laughs> Can't get rid of the heartworm. Your vet bills will be through the ceiling. It's fantastic. Well, that took a dark turn. Well, I guess that's it.